Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I'm joined as always by Anthony Chang, our Heat beat writer here at the Herald. Anthony, how's it going? Uh, it's it's going well. It just feels like every time we get on this podcast now, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. Like one week we're like, oh, it's you know maybe it's a little blip. Second week that's yeah, a little slump. Yeah. Now it's like uh, they got the all star break. You're gonna yeah. fix it, and then nope. No. Uh, I think it's probably the first like outright negative episode we've done all yeah. season because uh, we said it a bunch of times we were high on this team coming into yeah. this year. The Tyler Hero like uh, MVP podcast we did feels yeah. like a long time ago. We uh, <laughs> we are sitting here at American Airlines Arena. It is uh, right around midnight after. The Heat. Um, I'm still kind of like shocked they blew that game yeah. uh, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're up 12 with less than four minutes to go. Minnesota goes on a uh, 13 to two run to tie the game, and then there's like kind of a little bit of a free throw contest on either end. Bam misses one. Um, Minnesota doesn't miss any. That's pretty much the difference before Jordan McLaughlin, a guy who we were both sitting there. I'm like, who is this guy? He kind of looks like Javon. I thought it was Javon Carter for the first, like, He's the guy couple of the, touches. Yeah, he made um, the game-winning layup. And he made the game-winning layup with uh, eight seconds left. Jimmy misses a layup on the other end in traffic. Um, we were actually sitting next to each other for the end because you always go down for the last, like, five minutes to get, like, ready. Um, I went down, I think, to, with the heat up, like, 10. Yeah, like, 10, yeah. 12. What, just, what were you thinking watching <laughs> that? <laughs> Everything I just wrote... It, I have to like throw it in the trash yeah. because I wrote. I mean, I think up twelve with like you said, less than four minutes to play, he should win that game. Yeah. Um. And and they blew it again. I mean, it's just it's an awful loss. You thought Monday's loss to the Cavs was bad. You this know, is the worst loss of the year. Easily. Yeah. I mean, the Cavs one was bad. You're up by twenty two with a minute twenty eight remaining in the third quarter. Honestly, this but, is a bigger collapse. Twelve and four. Yeah. I think. And the fact that you're at home. And you had Jimmy, and you're playing a team. I mean, Minnesota arguably is worse than Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, they've like, lost not, 18 or 19. 18 of 19. 18 of 19. 19 no Carl no Towns. Um, D'Angelo Russell was hot for a little while, but it's not even like he was the guy fueling no. the. Like, it'd be one thing, you know, like the Atlanta game, they lost. Because they, they, we'll talk about this later, but they don't have guys to guard, like, point guards really when they get hot like that. And there was, like, a minute in, like, the third quarter where D'Angelo looked like he was, like, maybe going to do a little bit of a Trey Young impression, but that comeback wasn't even about... No, it was just, like, a, a combination was, of guys. Yeah. I mean, Hernan Gomez had 17 We just said Jordan McLaughlin, a guy who, yeah. like, we were like, who is this guy? Hits the game-winning layup. Juancho Hernan Gomez to three to start it. Um, I think, like, Josh Kogi had a big shot, and... Um, there was a Malik Beasley who was doing a lot of like it was James Johnson fouled out, but he had eleven points, yeah. five rebounds, and four assists. Like he had a solid night. Yeah, like it was that, just balanced effort for them, really. Yeah. And that's like that's obviously massively concerning, that's, that's right? Weird. Like yeah, you that's get strange, outplayed right? by I think entering, the Timberwolves. entering the game, we uh, you know obviously we all thought the Heat were going to win, uh-huh. but you're like, well, if D'Angelo Russell, right? Got it's like any one of these games. 40, it's like you know? anyone can beat anyone in the NBA yeah. any given night because. Almost everyone has a player who can get crazy hot, um, or you know, you hit a, a million threes, which they kind of did tonight, which let them get a ten point lead early. But in the end, it was just their five, and I don't remember exactly what the five was on the court at the end of the game. I think it was like Beasley, Russell, Hernan Gomez, Akogi, and McLaughlin, and Jake Layman was in there a little bit also. That five outplayed Jimmy Bam Goron. 
Iguodala, Crowder. Crowder. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's concerning. I mean, the last three losses, what are they? One and three since the All Star break. Yeah. You lose to Atlanta, lose to Cleveland. Lost seven of nine starting with that to, West Coast trip yeah. before the All Star break. Um, and and the fact that they've had late leads in the last three losses too. Yeah. Like you you led by five in Atlanta with one fifty one to play. You led by twenty two against the Cavs. You lead by twelve against Minnesota. It just the clutch play has been really bad. Um, they've been outscored fifty to twenty-seven in clutch time in those la- in those last three games. Two inferior opponents. I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody I mean, two, will tell three you three of the four or five worst teams in the league. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's yeah, it's just the it's, Hawks. I think are last in the East. The Cavs are second to last in the East. I think the Timberwolves are second to last in the West. It's hard to explain, really. I mean, I guess the only way you can explain it is they're just not making shots. I mean, they're right. one of this eleven is, on right. three. This is what Jimmy was supposed to be. The biggest right. fix of anything, right? And he's played in two off- of these games. Yes. So it was when the offense breaks down, which it did so often last year, and not necessarily even in crunch time, just all the time. They didn't have a guy to create something, and that was what Jimmy was supposed to do. And you know, he's obviously done that pretty well this year. He's averaging twenty plus points a game, um, but he hasn't been. I I, I would think he even would admit he has not been the sort of offensive player, at least the, the sort of scorer he expects himself to be. Yeah, his best offense has really come with the free throw line. Yeah. I mean, he's and even tonight he was 10 of 11 at the line. He drew two big free throws toward the end of the game, mm-hmm. gave the Heat a one-point lead. But yeah, I mean, even like enough. you think of his yeah. last layup today, his last layup attempt, he just flew into traffic. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's trying to make the layup, right. but... But also looking for the plan is, too. Yeah, yeah, trying to get to the foul line. Yeah, it's just, it just incredible. I look at the box score, it's just hard to comprehend what happened. I mean, the Heat, they were 33 of 43 from the line. The Timberwolves were 18 of 25. They had a 15-point advantage yeah. at the free throw line and still lost mm-hmm. to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who were 1-18 <laughs> yeah. entering the game. How does that happen? I mean, it's just, it's really hard to explain. I, Minnesota made 17 threes. Right. I, I was going to say, guess, my next thing is, uh, I think a lot of the attention is going to be put on this blown lead. And in some of the games, you know, in Cleveland, that was certainly the whole story was that they blew that lead. They played well mm-hmm. for, I mean, they were, like, look incredible in the first three quarters. It looked like what you expect, the Heat at their best. And then they just totally Collapsed, blew it in the fourth yeah. quarter. Tonight was sort of about that, but not really. I mean, they were down at the end of the first yeah. quarter. They were down 10 in the second quarter. They were down going into the fourth quarter. Tonight wasn't about them blowing a lead. It wasn't about them playing well for 40 minutes right. and then playing terrible for eight. It was about playing well for 24 minutes and playing terribly for 24 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't yeah, – he didn't dominate this game. No. If anything, the Timberwolves really felt like they should – At halftime, we were like, how, how are the Heat up by how three? They, how are the Heat up by three? And even entering – I mean, the Heat led for most of the third quarter, but then they, like you said, entered the fourth quarter down one. I mean, yeah, yeah. Timberwolves had the game. I mean, it, it looked like they had control when they were up 12, obviously, mm-hmm. midway through the fourth. But Minnesota c- stayed close like, yeah. the entire time, if not led for yeah. most of the night. Um, so, yeah, it's different than the Cavs game in that regard. And um, the Atlanta game is similar, too. I know they blew that yeah, five-point lead, was kind of but it was like point, they yeah. were kept – the Hawks kind of kept making these runs when Jimmy and Bam were off the court. And that was – a lot of the story tonight was um, – yeah, I don't know what the final like plus minus numbers were, but going, I think Jimmy and Bam checked in with like eight minutes left, and they were leading the team as like a plus twelve, I yeah, think, at were. the time. Yeah. Um, Finished plus four each. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, you know, obviously they were on the court when they blew the lead, so that hurt their plus minus. But for a lot of the game, uh, the 
lineups were an issue when it wasn't Jimmy and Bam out there. And that was similar in Atlanta. So, I don't know, some of it is just the – it's been such a good story, obviously, to heat all these undrafted guys. Duncan Robinson starting all these games. Kendrick Nunn, Rookie of the Year contender. Um, but they're deeply flawed players. And the top-end talent for the Heat, I think, is – as good as almost anyone in the East, like you're, you know, they're top mm-hmm. two basically. Like that's right up there with what Boston has, right up there with sort of what like Milwaukee has. Obviously, Giannis is yeah, so far above, yeah. but um, you know, Philly probably still is the best if those two get going. But, but, but like Toronto, I mean, they're in par with Toronto. I would yeah, say, top and, two. yeah, yeah, and Boston, I think, and Indiana <clears throat> certainly. But I I do think to a certain extent, like it was a little smoke and mirrors for the first. Yeah, I mean, I I, I point out two things. Behind those guys. Yeah, A, early in the year they were winning a lot of close games. Yeah. A lot of games where you're down six with two minutes left and Tyler Hero scores nine points in a row. You know, like those kind of games. Yeah, Atlanta game. I mean, they just. Yeah, three guys get triple doubles. They had to win in overtime against, it was Atlanta, right? I think it was Atlanta. Um, They beat Philly and Indiana back back to my nights at home, like on on the last second basket, you know, Mm -hmm. so. They were winning a lot of these close games. Were they 8 0 in overtime? Yeah. Like, that stuff evens out. Also, the three point shooting, I pointed this out early in the year. I'm not taking credit for this, but <laughs> they allow a lot of three point shots. Yeah, they do. They're the third and most. You had a great the stat league. the other day. They give up the fewest mid range shots in the league or set bottom four, and it yeah, was like three other terrible four, teams. Three, yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and look, Toronto gives up not that many mid range shots also, but Toronto's a lot better at, def- at protecting the rim. The yeah. Heat are not good at protecting the rim. Mm hmm. Um, but going back to three point shooting, they allow. I mean, they've allowed a lot of three point shots all season. Yeah. For the season, they're holding teams to the second lowest three point shooting percentage in the NBA. So for the season, it's been great at thirty four percent. But over this two and seven stretch, teams are shooting forty percent mm-hmm. from three. And I, honestly, that looks pretty they're much good. the same. Yeah. They're the yeah. same as they have been. It's just it's hard to keep teams shooting at that level for an entire season. Yeah. Like teams are going to start making threes. And, you know, it's obviously more complicated than this, but a lot of it could point it to that. I mean, 40% on threes, like, you're not going to win games. Yeah, it's tough. Like that, you know? And that's an extra, what, six, And a lot of shots at the rim, maybe? like you're saying. Like, yeah. And, and they, I mean, they, they, they don't allow too many shots at the rim, to their credit. Mm-hmm. But when teams shoot at the rim, they make right. a high percentage of them. Yeah, yeah. So that's the problem. So it's a lot of shots, a lot of threes, and a mixture of mid-range and, and uh, yeah. shots at the rim. But... Teams are now starting to make those threes, and teams have been making a lot of shots, like a high percentage of shots at the rim all year. Right. So the combination of that is just not good. When teams are making shots at the rim and they're making their threes, yeah. you're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, I think you know some of those guys I mentioned have been great stories. Like It was pretty noteworthy that when Miami was doing offense-defense subs at the end of the game today, like Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Dunn were coming in on offense, coming out on defense. Like they're Those guys, they don't feel like Clearly, they don't feel like they can be on the court at the end of the game. They've really, you know, their crunch time lineup, uh, Jimmy's been out, um, so they haven't gotten to use it a lot. But it seems like their crunch time lineup they want to use is Jimmy, Bam, Iguodala, Jay, Jay, and I guess it's mostly been Goron. Goron. But we'll see maybe Tyler's, you know, they're going to have one of those shooters. And they, they clearly prefer Goron to none because of defense, considering they're getting none on the court for offense. Um, so they're committing to trying to figure out this defense. And Goran, after the game today, was that was a, kind of a big thing he was harping on. It was like he's obviously been he's one of the longest tenured guys 
on this team. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he's like, we used to be the team that stopped guys at the end of the game. Yeah. Now we're not that at all. Um, my my take is I think they should just kind of lean into the offense, though. Like, I feel like they have, though, too. Right? They have. I mean, they I mean should... definitely they have. I mean, the fact that Tyler Hero was, like, leading the team in fourth quarter yeah. minutes certainly, like, means that they... They um, kind of have to, I yeah. think, at this point, right? Like, their best lineups are with Duncan out there, yeah. with Tyler out there, with a stretch big out there, like mm-hmm. Myers or Kelly, like... When you have Andre out there, right? That's I mean, that's kind of the. It's not even an elephant in the room because people are talking about it now. But like, where are you at on Andre Iguodala right now? I mean, and Jay Crowder. I mean, we should look. I hate when people are just like that trade was terrible because Andre Iguodala is struggling. Right. Because Jay Crowder has been, I think, pretty good. Which where are you kind of? I still think it was a good trade. I mean, Justice hasn't played yet. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's all about getting off those contracts. And getting off those contracts. Yeah. And also... Andre, Taking a flyer on it. Andre's been shaky. Much. You know, he made a couple big shots tonight. He, had, he hadn't played since June. So okay. I, I think... Are you surprised he's, like, in those crunch like crunch time minutes right yeah. away? He did hit some big uh, shots. He hit a corner three. Yeah, he hit a pull-up jumper. jumper. Yeah. I, I am somewhat surprised, but at the same time, it's like what you say, what you were talking about. They don't right. have a lot of two-way guys. Not that Andre is a great offensive player, but he can at least... Play make and at least be a threat at the corner for mm-hmm. a three, you know. While his also, offense has actually kind of surprised me with how just again he's not scoring ball. a lot, but he's just like no, yeah. he's smart. He's smart and he makes good cuts. And then defensively, he has a reputation of a good defender. Reputation, uh, I, yeah. I mean, look, he's been a, he's, he hasn't played since June. Yeah, he didn't have a training camp. He didn't have a preseason. Not giving him an excuse, but I think before we. Make an, like, a right, I don't think you can say this is a judgment. I'm just surprised weeks. that they have so committed to him and Jay Crowder yeah. as the crunch time. And again, like Myers two, is two way play, but two way players. Though. Again, they're not great offensive players, but they're guys who can hit a three, mm-hmm. and they play smart. Yeah. You know, and and they're, I mean, they're pretty good defenders, better than Duncan and better than Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, so. In that respect, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised it's happened. Like things have changed fast with this. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, they totally reshaped the identity to an extent, and so far, it hasn't worked. That doesn't mean it's not going to work eventually, but so far, uh, it hasn't worked. No, I mean, what are they since the trade? Or three, four, five, six, since two they and six since playing, the trade? Uh, yeah. So well, since they started five, playing they two play and five, in the Sacramento yeah. game, two and five with wins over Cleveland and Golden State. Yeah, it's just two worst teams in the league. I think. The, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think the, the two worst, worst teams, teams in the league. Right, right, and they also lost to the Cavs in that stretch. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 tough. I mean, I, it's hard because this team looked so good early on. They were mm-hmm. twenty four and eight. And they're 12 and 14 sins, so it's like, what is this team, right? Right. I mean, that's the big question. That's the question. Is it, a tra- is it a slump, or is this really, like, a reason to be concerned moving forward? I think it's definitely more than a slump at this point, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah I think so. I mean, if you take the two and seven, I mean, if you take the two and seven out, they're what? Ten and seven since... Yeah. That, yes. So like, yeah. this two that's and, I think this, about what they probably are. Right. This two and seven is they're losing a lot of close games that they probably should win. Yeah. No, they, mean, should, they should. They should be close they games. Right. But, that's the other yeah, question. Yeah. But it, it's hard. Like, what is this team? Like, what do you think this team is? 
Yeah, I, I think I hadn't even thought of the way you kind of just phrased it with the, if you take out this two and seven, that's probably about what they are, is that ten and seven. I don't know what that pace is. Yeah. Um, they're, they're not 24 and eight, They're obviously. not 24 and eight, and they're not 12 and 14. They're yes. not a below 500 team. They're, yeah, I agree with that. They're, they're better. They're on a. They should be a winning team. Ten and seven is a forty-eight win pace. I think we. I think we predicted that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Forty-six. I think we're like forty-five or something. Yeah. Like that's so that's even better than what we predicted. Yeah. You know? So again, math, math catches up to you. Like the stuff evens out. Three pointers, the clutch play, that is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like clutch, close games are. You know, winning close games, I don't know how much skill is involved in that. It's some skill. You have to have good players. Yeah, there's definitely some but skill. a lot of times it's going to go, it's going to even out toward the end of it over a big sample size, and you're kind of seeing that now. And the three-pointers, that's one of the, like, the least sustainable things in basketball. Like, hold, like a point right, three-point yeah. percentage. Like, that's guys hard. are going to make shots eventually. Guys are going to make shots eventually, and that's happening now. So, And teams that aren't really good, they're not good three-point shooting teams. Like, Atlanta was the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA. I think they made what sixteen or seventeen threes against the Heat or something like that. Yeah. I mean, Trey went Trey crazy. Trey made a lot, yeah. But still, like they're not a good three point shooting team, and mm-hmm. they, they were that night. So, well, it's also kind of just the. I mean, you could definitely see with. I, I mean, I think it was very noticeable watching Minnesota tonight. Is they're just gonna let it fly? Like that is the recipe that yeah. bad teams have to win. Like the Wizards did that uh, in that game right before new, the New Year. Um, where, like, Garrison Matthews scored, like, 25 points. Change like, the math, right? Right, change the math. Yeah. And, I mean, you can see it. Like, there's – the Timberwolves threw up a lot of ugly shots from three. Air balls. Yeah, 46-3. Bricks. Shots that barely hit the rim. But, like, they're going to fall eventually. And, and that's how teams are going to – the Heat are kind of ripe to be upset because they're so bad at defending the three-point line. They just give up so many. Yeah. And, and – it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You know, some of the top teams in the NBA. And I wonder if that's maybe why, sorry to interrupt you, but I wonder if that's maybe that's why they've actually played, I mean, they haven't played a good Eastern Conference team in a while, but they've fared really well against the top of the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. so far this year. Obviously, 3-1 and one against Philly. They beat uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee early in the yeah. year. Toronto, 2-0. Um, Toronto. Um, they really played yeah, well. They played the really top. well yeah. because those teams aren't, Necessarily doing that like fluky math. They're they're playing a little yeah. bit more straight up basketball, right? Um, where the Heat are maybe a little bit more. You know, you're not going to get upset in the playoffs by a team like Minnesota that's going to try to shoot forty five. Right. Yeah, I mean, playoffs are different. Yeah, because yeah, it's different. 
But well, no, it's not to say that this is excuse this, <laughs> right? But, no. yeah. yeah, but yeah, the, the style of basketball is different yeah. in the playoffs. Two things I want to touch on: a, the the Bucks allow the most three point shot attempts in the NBA per game, and they have the best defense. So, mm-hmm. I've asked Bo about this a couple times, and he points to without without really answering the question, he doesn't want to <laughs> give up like the secret of why they do that because I think it's intentional of why they give up so many threes. Yeah, but. He says, well, some of the best teams in the league give up a lot of threes. The, the three teams, that, or the, the four teams that are giving up the most threes per game are Milwaukee, number one, Toronto, number two. I think those are the top three defenses in the league. That sounds right. The Heat and then the Clippers. So there's something to that. But the th- difference is, again, with the Heat is the Heat don't protect the rim. The Bucks and the Raptors, right. I think, are two of the best teams as far as rim protection. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. So, I, I mean... Yes, I mean, allowing a lot of three-point attempts maybe is the way to go. That's kind of the way teams are playing defense now. Like, they're giving up yeah. three-pointers rather than rim attempts. But you also have to protect the rim, and they're not doing either of those things right now. So right. that's an issue. Two, um, shoot, let me pause. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me think about it. Oh, You gotta work in a break somewhere too. So after this point, we'll do just like a quick pause. All right. Two, are you surprised that we really haven't seen zone lately? Yeah, we haven't. I was thinking that today actually when I was like watching the defense struggle. Um, I think I think it's a maybe a evidence that the zone was never like the plan, right? Like the, since they've, it's pretty much since they've got these new guys, yeah, right? Haven't done it. I mean, the zone feel is better about this. the zone is effective to hide these mismatches, and like I wonder, yeah. you know, when the Cavs were putting Goran in the pick and roll a couple of nights ago, would the zone have been an effective yeah. weapon that night? Uh, they just haven't gone to it. They've kind of gone right. away from it. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of is like, like what I was saying. I think they should just lean into the offense, like get more minutes for Duncan, more minutes for Kendrick, maybe. And maybe, and then you have to play zone if you're going to do that, though, is the one thing. And they've yeah. kind of shied away from it. Um, I also think they're working on their man defense, too. Like, they have to work on their man defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eventually they got to get good at it. Because in the playoffs, I mean, you, how much zone can you really play yeah. against really good teams? So I think they're also trying to get their man defense right. But Yeah, I'm just meantime, worried that this commitment to defense, which is good. I, I love defense. Yeah. <laughs> and the heat, Slap I mean, the floor. I love defense. Yeah. Like, um, I'm just worried it's hurting them it's forcing them to play not their best players right y- yes I, I just, like I, Duncan Robinson do you think he's better than Andre Iguodala at this point right now maybe in, uh, maybe in two months Andre Iguodala yeah, better but probably yeah yes Yes. Like, wouldn't you like to have your best guys on the floor in crunch, t- crunch time like I get I totally I mean, get he's not why better than Andre on defense right but offensively but offensively I mean a 13 Two run right. also happens because you only scored two points. Right. Yeah. No. It's a good point. It's. I think that's the biggest flaw with this team is that there's so many one. Right. It's all one way guys. And it's you, you win behind two way. Like you need as many good two way players mm-hmm. as you can have, and especially in the playoffs. Yeah. Like you need to play defense in the playoffs to win, and the Heat know that. That's why they always preach defense. They know that defense right. travels, travels, carries, yeah, yeah. and the playoffs I mean, the game slows down. You have a ceiling if you don't play offense. If you, yeah, if you or if you don't play defense, if you don't play defense, you're not going to win in the play. You're not going to win in the first round. 
You're just not. Unless you're face unless you get like the, up to the three or two seed. You're not gonna beat Philly in right. the first round if you don't improve defensively. Right. You just aren't. I mean I think that's well it's also weird. worth noting like those guys that I like and I think are maybe better than Iguodala and maybe Jay Crowder are great shooters. You know, Duncan, um, Nunn, Ty- it's so hard to t- have this full conversation with Tyler still out because I think he would be getting, obviously, a lot of minutes right now. Um, but it's worth noting that the Heat didn't lose today because they missed a bunch of wide-open threes either. Like, they turned the ball over a billion yeah. times in the last stretch, which that is just – that can't – like, that just can't happen. No, and, I mean, the Heat played well offensively, to your point. Like right, you said, like, other than the turnovers, I, don't, I think they ended up with 22 a lot turnovers. Of turnovers. They, yeah, the Timberwolves scored 31 points. And they points probably actually jumps. didn't shoot free throws as well as they would have no. liked. Not terrible. Not terrible. Like, Bam, but, at one point, yeah. was like 6 of 10 or something. Yeah, obviously, yeah, if you make a couple more, you might, you'd probably win the game, yeah. obviously. But, I mean, they shot 52% from the field. You yeah. 42% on threes. Right. Against Minnesota, you should win that. Right, like, it, my point that there should be playing more shooters doesn't hold I mean, much late, water tonight. Right, late, but, um, but in general, the turnovers was what killed them on yeah. offense. I think that's the biggest challenge for this team, for Spo right now, is finding the right rotation. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard task because you're going to have to pick your poison. Like, yeah. you're, we you're saw some perfect. new lineups tonight, actually, that, that Derek Jones at center. Yeah. Derek Jones at center. Yeah, lineups. I mean, Derek Jones, Iguodala, Crowder, Goron, and... One other small, but but yeah, Duncan I mean, maybe I think it was maybe Duncan. Dunk, yeah, so it's just they're she's trying to tinker things. I think one of the reasons I mean Pat Riley talked about it when the trade was made that he liked the versatility these two guys brought to the roster. Yeah, and you could see it, but it's a lot of there's a lot of weird lineups out there. Like yeah, I think Spo's still trying to work through that, and it's like we keep saying it's it's hard because there's not a lot of two way guys. Yeah, so you have to. Kind of, kind of match up throughout the game. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at like some of the lineup data for some of the new ones, but I would think a lot of these new lineups are not faring very well in the net rating category. Yeah, and that might mean they're one offs. I mean, you got to so you know that's what happens when you make a trade. You got to experiment a little bit in the game, and unfortunately, maybe it just cost the Heat a couple wins because of. You know, these lineups that they may be only going to try once didn't work. Right. But you don't know they're not going to work until you try Until you try it. And a lot of it is getting ready. Because the Heat are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, as bad as it looks right now. But you're trying to get to your best game by then. And, I mean, right. what, have 24 games left, I think? But I would like to uh, so. amend my pick. I think last week we said, are they going to eight over under 18 yeah, wins the rest of the way? Uh I think it was 18 and 10 was the number we we're looking at. They're 1 and 3 now since, since the break. that. Uh, so yeah. 17 and 7. 17 and 7. It's tough. Yeah, the way they're playing right now, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and they with have, like a Dallas coming to town Dallas, on Friday. Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Like real teams coming up now. That's like tough. this was the stretch that yeah, they had to go 4 and 0 oh or whatever. At least 3 and 1. Yeah. You, I mean, 4 and 0, oh, obviously, preferable. Yeah, I mean, you're going to lose to a bad team every yeah. once in a while. But to go one and three, mm-hmm. that's I mean it's just you couldn't ask for a better like a worse way to start the break, start like the post All Star break stretch. But somehow there's still uh, a half game up on Philly. Because Philly lost to Cleveland too. To the four seed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where, where do you think they finish now? I still think four or five. They're two games ahead of sixth place. 
Um, I feel like Philly's gonna get it together. I I, I think point. so, but then Joel Embiid gets hurt tonight. And That's true. Too, right? Yeah, injuries. I guess we don't know what the yeah. injury status is. There. And the Heat have the tiebreaker. Yeah, the tiebreaker. Ben Simmons also is kind of out indefinitely. I guess they're gonna reevaluate him in two weeks. Two weeks of, of a back injury. So I don't know. I mean, I just think it's gonna be like one of those things where both teams might not might, might limp to the finish line, and it'll be a close finish between the two. But home court will obviously be very important for both those teams because both teams are dramatically better at home than they're on the road. I think, yeah. I think the Sixers I think actually like have a worse two, yeah. road record than the Heat. I think they have the best home record in the NBA, yeah. the Sixers. So, I, I mean, home court might decide that series, even though I think if Philadelphia is healthy, yeah. they might have an advantage either way. I, I think home court will still be very important. Has this stretch changed the way your outlook not for the Heat this season, because I, I think even when they were twenty four and eight, we didn't see them. You know, maybe maybe when they were twenty four and eight, we thought they could get to the East Finals, but not to right. the NBA Finals. Now it's hard to kind of envision them getting past the second round. Right. Um, but has this stretch changed your like long term outlook for the Heat? No, because honestly, to me, the biggest thing about this season has been Bam's improvement. Yeah. That. I mean, I don't think any of I mean, we expected him to take a, a jump, but to become an all-star, like a clear-cut all-star and one of the best big men in the league and, like, almost reaching a triple-double every night. Yeah. With you still feel numbers. as good about Bam right now as you did two weeks ago. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, me he's too. playing I really agree. well. I mean, like, he's not the go-to scorer in crunch time yet, no, but he wasn't, he wasn't that th- two weeks ago no, either. Like. I mean, he's he's a max player. Yeah. You oh, have two no max players in your roster right now. I don't think... I mean, we could have said Bam had that potential before the season, but the fact that he's actually realized that potential already and he's obviously still going to get better. Um, whatever happened this year, I, I never thought they were going to win a title, you know, mm-hmm. but the fact that Bam is that guy, that is huge. And I think that's the big, like, just that alone, this is a productive season. Yeah. And then you throw in, you know, obviously Kendrick Nunn, he's had his ups and downs, but a quality rotation player yeah. in the NBA. Duncan Robinson, he's going to set records for threes for the, for the, you know, heat records for threes this season. Tyler Hero, he's been injured, but yeah. he looks like I would actually a say good player. Weirdly, the Tyler Hero injury is part of what makes me like still feel great about the Heat's long term outlook because yeah. so much of I think when you were looking at what the future core of this team is gonna be, it was Jimmy Bam, whoever they get in free agency. Mm-hmm. And then like Tyler Bob. You know, Kendrick Nunn was a nice story. Duncan is what he is. Yeah. Uh but Tyler was that other guy who has a chance to like be a top sixty yeah. guy or his all star potential. Like, yeah. At some point, it's great. Like Kendrick Nunn, as good as he is, I even when he looked like the best point guard in the league when for he was like scoring thirty points a game. Yeah, <laughs> like I was like, all right, this guy's gonna be like a great six man yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. I, I just again, I don't think any of us thought they were going to title, but the fact that those players look good and look like better maybe than we even thought. Moving forward, it just makes this season a success no it, matter what. I, I, that's what and I you think. still feel as good about those players now as you did I two mean, weeks ago. Tyler hasn't played, so right? Exactly. Actually, like Tyler. you said, like I feel better about him because they're they need him. <laughs> yeah, they need really him. need him. He's their best clutch player. Yeah, he's like the team MVP. He's like shooting fifty percent in the clutch this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's pl- he's been huge on the stretch for this team. Um, Bam has still played really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not concerned about Bam no. at all. And, I know he, like I said, he's not. 
the go-to crunch time scorer, but he wasn't that a couple weeks ago either. And Jimmy, you know, see what you want about him. You know, he's he made some costly turnovers tonight, but I still think, you know, if he's your second best player, you have a really good team. Yeah. You know. It's not like – I know Jimmy's had, you know, the, the same issues that persisted early in the year are yeah. still what his issues are now, right? right. Like he's not – it's not like he is – Changed. He no. had nine assists tonight. Like he's still, he's still playing the same yeah. way he was early in the year. You would just like that field goal percentage to tick up at some right. point. Right. May make some threes. He's he's been a decent three point shooter over his career. Yeah. He's just not taking them this season. He's not taking many of them this season. Um, you saw when he did make threes against Philadelphia like three weeks ago. At yeah. Home. They put up like a, a record setting offensive yeah. performance. You know, so you'd like to see him kind of get confidence in that three pointer. I guess if you want to say anything about Jimmy, but. He's had a very good season. I mean, that's still, like, kind of the whole X factor of the season, right? Like, if Jimmy – I don't know what he's shooting from the field right now, but, like – He's, like, 44% or something like that, probably. I mean, last time I looked. But he's shooting, like, 20% on threes. Right. Like, if He's shooting 45% from the field, which is fine, and then 24% on threes. Yeah, like, if he gets that up closer to a little, like, I don't know, to 48%. I don't know what his career average is over, like, his recent All-Star years. Um yeah, it was 46 last year, 47 the year before. Like, yeah. if he gets it up into that range, it, this offense is, you know, it, I, I think crunch time takes on a totally different look yeah. because he becomes your unquestioned go-to, go-to. guy. And if I can get to the free throw line, sorry, if yeah. I can get to the free throw line as much as he does, like that, like we right, said, that's, that's his, offense his offense right there. Yeah, so I, I still think he's your clear-cut. Oh, yeah, he is, but, but I just mean yeah. he, right now he hasn't been a great right. go-to scorer in the crunch yeah. time. So. Yeah, unless he's getting to the line, really. Right, right. So he just—that's where yeah, your stars need to be stars, right? And he's the—he's the star. All right. Anything else you got before we uh, wrap up? Um, no. I think I'm done. It's pretty yeah. late. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed. Um, you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. Um, I don't remember when the last time we recorded this. So I don't know what to plug, but. Make sure you read Anthony's BAM story editor in the All-Star Play, break. Play, guys. Think, We're sorry. It's yeah. just stuff. Um, <laughs> I am on Twitter at DBWilson2. Um, I don't really have anything to I'm working on either. Yeah, I mean, it's tough times right now for the Heat. So. Yeah, it's hard to write like a fun feature no, right now. I feel like all of our features are put what's on wrong hold. with this team. We're putting yeah. put on oh, hold yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're writing about kind of what this team's going through right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, every, there's ups and downs with every season, and you know, it's cliche, but it's the truth. It's a long year, and the Heat are really going through one right now. Yeah. It's, it's about, like, I guess, when does this end? I think that's the question. Like, when will they turn it around? Will they turn it around? We'll see. Do you think they'll have their turn around by the next time we record? They play Dallas. They play Brooklyn. They play Milwaukee. When's that Milwaukee game? Tuesday? Uh, they play Milwaukee on Monday, I believe. Monday? Yeah. I say now. I don't think so. All right. All right. We'll talk to you next week.